Welcome to my basement, everybody. Look who's here. Look who Nick. came to the basement. He came back down. Ghost of EP Pass. The spooky, scary. Spooky, scary. The Halloween-themed Vic's Basement I always episode. come here. It's the ghost of Scott Joe. In October. Yes, I'm yeah. happy to still be here. I'm <laughs> grateful to be back down in the basement. I forgot how far underground this thing is. It's a bunker, right? I was on the elevator for like four minutes. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's a top-secret bunker. The, uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agency set it up for me. Uh, so it's all good. I, you're, this is completely new. I like. I, I don't. You're on Facebook now. You're on the Twitch now. I'm starting to learn what on. the internet can do. <laughs> I, that's what I've been doing it's all very, year it's long. A, it's very powerful. A lot of people are communicating on the internet and, I, I, and reaching a lot of people. Am I supposed to lean down when I talk into this? I remember, Marissa would get so pissed off when you would do oh, that. Oh, I miss oh, Marissa's yeah. anger. Yeah. You can't do that because it would what? be super loud. And I'm not allowed to hit the table either. I've, I've oh. gotten a lot of comments. About that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're a production guy as yeah. a nun. Catholic well, school. it's also the viewers. Hello, everybody that's watching. Hello on Facebook Live. Hello on uh, Twitch and YouTube. What is this? There's many, many uh, waves Listen, from all of us. I want to be natural today. Yeah, you take it off, so man. first comes this. Well, the first thing that somebody tweeted when I said that you're going to be on the show was from Evan, your, our mutual buddy, Evan, but you've known Evan? him for longer. Yeah, he said, make him take his shirt off. That's what he uh, he expended Listen, a tweet on. Evan, he wants to see he wants to see your nipples. I think. Listen, the meat's on sale. Yeah. Okay, it's like seven ninety five a pound, and that's a good price. Scott, we haven't had you here for a whole yeah, year. Yeah, it's nice to see you. It's good to see you too. And yes. before the end of the year, you said, you know, if you want me to come and do anything on the internet, you, you've called you, me zero times. Well, because I I I knew that if I opened that. Pandora's box, you would be here every week again. And I don't have the budget to pay people to, to do stuff this year. Listen, and I, I felt like I didn't want to... I'm expensive. Yeah, I know you're expensive, but I didn't want to start bugging people and asking for all kinds of favors. And you were right here. And Marissa no, went back I, to Toronto. I kept hearing about all these other people who would be guests on your show. Yes. I heard from Ben. He's yeah. been on the show yes. many times. Well, with him, it's a Skype call. Skype call. And yeah. also, isn't, hasn't Tilly been on, too? Tilly's been on, yeah. I haven't had Raju on. What about uh, that, uh, the Jose. guy in San Francisco? I've yeah. had Jose, Jose on. I've had Marissa on. But I haven't... I, like. It's it's favor city now to have all of my old posse back. It's not like I'm uh, you know being able to contract everybody yeah. and... And put them to work, which uh, I I feel acutely aware of, and so I knew that if I started to ask you back, we would be getting right back into it, and uh, I I didn't want to do that. I want to reveal something to you. Okay, go for it. I have the genitals of a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what is this thing you're drinking out of? This is my BBA. Okay, <laughs> I went to uh, Disneyland, and this is the only thing I brought oh, back. It's but listen, amazing. I uh, I just want to be honest with everybody out there. Yeah. Uh, I've been through a lot in the last couple of years, and I just want to admit this on the show, and I'm sure lots of people who know me know this already, but I don't actually need glasses. Oh, so yes. I'm going to take them off Whoa, now. big reveal. Exclusives right here on Vic's Basement. Can you believe how small my <laughs> eyes are? They are small. Marissa would tell me about that all the time. Oh, that's Thank you, nice. Marissa. That's Porn nice. went out for it. Uh, so I want to be honest with everybody today, so I'm just going to keep stripping down. Okay. Like every 15 every minutes, layer. I'm going to take off something uh, Were else. you not honest with everybody? I think that's what everybody remembers about you on the shows is how blazingly honest you were. I, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to reveal any of your stuff. 
<laughs> We've had work done. Um, but uh, I had an eye operation, and I didn't need glasses anymore, and yet I, I love glasses. I miss glasses. Because yeah, well, I started to need the glasses, and that's when we both said, well, let's go and get the eye operation okay, done. I, did, I was letting you admit that. Yeah, because I, I, I needed have. glasses. Yeah. yeah, and I miss them now. And you look good in glasses. I miss them, yeah. yeah. My wife said I, I should have kept the glasses going. Also, but we this is to look how like close he sits to the TV screen. Like, <laughs> that far. Not anymore. Now it's like I've got that far vision so I can see everything from a long distance away. But if somebody puts something in front of my face, I can't see anything. So these things aren't just glass. Yeah. I bought these in New York. I still shop for okay. eyeglasses. Be honest again. Yeah. How often do you wear them as a prop? Uh, now I, that you're not on the shows, I you know I wear them if I'm going if I'm having dinner with some of my colleagues or my business partners you know whatever I'm doing if it's fancy I'll wear them because more people know me with them right it's harder for people no one recognizes me really without the glasses I walk around the city no one knows me I'm anonymous I like that yeah but if I put the glasses on it starts to happen that's you know? that's like reverse Clark Kent. Yeah, that's yeah. That's like the inverse of Superman's issue right there. Yeah, and I think as I get older, my for some reason, it's like I have the eyes of Benjamin Button. My eyes just get smaller and smaller. <laughs> it's like Hannibal Burris, you know, that comedian? Yeah. He's got tiny eyes, too. Yeah. Just little bright specks in the middle of his giant pie face. That's how my face is. Do you know he's going to be in Spider-Man Homecoming? I don't know what that is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, this in is some I, ways, I haven't missed the show <laughs> at all. This is what I wanted to ask you about. What have you Listen, been... Oh, I'm, I'm tapping on the you table. You want to get yelled I at? I apologize. Thank you very much. I haven't had somebody here to remind me of that. Um, what have you been doing in games in the geek space? Have you been seeing movies and games? You know, the have thing you been, is... I'm a fan now. Like yeah. I can just be a normal fan, and, yeah. and you know, you know, anybody who does this kind of work at the high speed you like to do it at, yeah. you know, it's you're constantly just cramming games in your face, you movies seen me into with your this face. PlayStation VR, man. Yeah, I, was, I no, went nuts over the weekend. And, and this is the season too, yeah, right? Yeah. This is the time of the year when you just like I would put a pot of coffee on, and I'm just swapping discs in and out, yes. and filing stories, like back when I used to write. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm kind of glad to just be a consumer right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've just become a fan, and you know, honestly, I haven't been to the movies in a long time. Right. Like there, I know it was not a great year at the box office, um, and, and you know, like I'm into my Netflix. Yep. Uh, I am thinking about getting rid of that, too. Like what? I, Why? Yeah, but I'm just watching too much of it. Right. You know, I just want to do other things with my day. And yeah. every day I'm just like, it's 4 o'clock too early to start watching Suits. <laughs> and then I get in bed and then suddenly I'm, I'm asleep. <laughs> so uh, I'm thinking about pulling the plug on that. My cable's gone. And uh, I don't know. I just want to be back in control of my life again. And I don't want to just have this constant conveyor belt of entertainments into our faces. Like, you've been this way for a long time. I know. And I know that it's it's not especially healthy and I I do feel the weight of trying to keep up with everything right now I absolutely do uh, it's not even that busy of a year it, it's not that busy it hasn't been you know and quite frankly if we had the full team on both shows there would have been a lot of like, we would have been coming up with a lot more top 100 lists and things like that I think this year oh, they were fun though it was super fun we would have made good content for sure but yeah in terms of stuff to talk about I feel like we you know this tiny team that is assembling uh, the EP content on our YouTube channel and Twitch and all that stuff is is uh, doing an all right job mm-hmm. keeping up with a lot of this stuff. Is uh, it just you? Does anybody else? Does Jose works with you sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's really sporadic and it's it's really you know just when I feel like we can afford it or a, the the costs are justifiable. But uh, it's been lean, man. It's been a lean year. Everybody knows that. 
and people have been totally bugging me about news about a television deal or some other kind of a deal and I've been talking with people all year and I still don't have anything to report but uh, mm -hmm. it's just a different world in the media space and one, one of the things that I've really kind of wrapped my head around is that most of what media is now are small teams or individuals out there mm -hmm. sort of representing uh, their slant on stuff mm -hmm. and there are still big brands like IGN and GameSpot and uh, uh, you know, some other sort of mainstream ones and yeah, stuff like you that. Know, but those, I mean, not to denigrate those two because they're powerhouses yeah. for sure, but I feel like everybody who works there is under 25. And if you're over 25, you can't really live off the salary. Yeah, they just, just squeaked. Just what, a little you, too you? old. Yeah, just, yeah, just, just, a, just, just a like touch. Two, two years like too old for Maybe three weeks. Yeah. You missed the window. <laughs> but seriously, though, I think, I think all the writers, everyone gets pushed out a little more quickly than they used to. Yeah. We were, I mean, I really didn't even start doing this until I was in my early 30s. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I couldn't live off the salaries they pay people now. And, you know, I think that's what it is. It's more of there's a churn and burn. There's a, they bring people in. They're very young. They pay them tiny salaries. They do it for a couple of years. And then they want to earn a real salary. They yeah. sort of make that fantasy come true for a minute. But it doesn't turn into a career the way it became a career for me or certainly for you, Yeah, I don't think. Like, yeah. I think it's tough. Yeah. yeah. Well, I still feel, you know, and I've talked to you offline about this, that tremendous Value in the uh, you know collection of all of this information and interviews and reviews and personalities into a nice cohesive uh, you know editorial kind of uh, product like a television show like we've been doing mm -hmm. and I feel like that's there's a big vacancy for that still out there you know people are scattered all over the place looking for information but you know what we've always delivered with Electric Playground and Reviews on the Run is 22 minutes or 30 minutes of uh, of solid value can, you know can we just do a digression on this and you can put the brakes on whenever you want sure. to yeah but you know for sure i've talked to some different media outlets about maybe working for them or maybe doing freelancing for them or, or becoming some sort of editorial director for them and the first words out of anyone's mouth right now or the first word i guess it's a word mm -hmm. esports esports yeah. that's all anybody wants and you know i'll tell them who i am i'll tell them what i've done i'll tell them what i've accomplished i can do this i can do this i can do this their first question is like, so esports, you haven't mentioned that at all. What yeah. can you do on that front? I'm like, yeah. nothing. Yeah. I cannot do anything on that front. And I don't understand it. And I know, I feel like this business is kind of turning over in a way that I don't really understand completely. Mm -hmm. And it spooks me sometimes. Well, you, you know, know, this business is always chasing, the video game business is always chasing a, a hot trend. Always. Mm -hmm. I mean, that by definition, that's what video games have always been. They've always been this this weird out there concept that that draws people magnetically to you know whatever they're sort of offering their their technology or their their entertainment du jour you mm -hmm. know and esports e is that new trend and you know for a couple of years of hype it was vr now the reality of vr is starting to sink in for better oh, yeah. or for worse uh, little both yeah and uh, you know but esports i think is still this hotness that people are still trying to understand and figure out whether this will be the catapult to mainstream sort mm -hmm. of recognition and acceptance. Are you playing? Uh, what, as a uh, esports e e stuff? Yeah. Am I playing esports? Well, I don't the know. Game? I, I, can't, I can't, I don't have the patience to watch. I mean, I don't have the patience to watch 
uh, or it's time, really. I don't have the time to sort of follow all of these. I have to play the things that I talk about, you know, and I love to play that stuff so I can also talk with the creators of these things. That's always been my slant. So esports is another sliver of time that I don't have. Mm-hmm. And I also love real basketball. You know, I love hoops, and I haven't been able to keep up with hoops for ages. And I know he loves hoops because he calls it hoops. (laughs) But I would go to basketball before I would go to watch somebody playing Overwatch, even though I love Overwatch or I love, uh, you know, I I love the World of Tanks thing that we went to. It was really cool. I was getting into it. It was super cool. But I'd still, I'd rather watch the NBA. And I don't allot time in my life to sort of follow that or NHL or MLB. Yeah, of the two things between, and I want to talk to you about uh, PlayStation VR. I know yeah. you've talked about it a lot, but I haven't I haven't heard some of the things. Yeah. But uh, of the two things between esports and VR, I'm much more in the VR camp right now. Well, I mean, VR is uh, a means to an end, and esports is uh, uh, and this amorphous hope. I think that mm-hmm. uh, that the games industry has right now. Mm-hmm. They see it as a marketing vehicle, and they see it as a potential. Uh, and it is. I mean, it's 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 gaining audience in different and unique ways. And, um, uh, and I think it will be successful. But I I've said this all the time with people that have come up to me to ask me to help them build television shows over the years. You got to really love what you're doing. Right. There's there's two things, right? Like the thing. The thing that I'm proudest of with what we built is that I, I created an amazing group of people and put a team together. You know, I was able to we'll hire... We'll go back to that because I want to say something about that. I, I hired a lot of awesome people. Mm-hmm. And that is a different set of skills and responsibilities and a business than being creative and putting a television show. Mm-hmm. I'm also very proud of the television programming that we put together. But when people ask me about building their own stuff... Um, I, it's like you have to go in full commitment. You've got to know that you're going to love managing a group of people mm-hmm. because that's the core of how you get anything creative done and also being responsible for that group of people. Right. And you're also going to want to love that subject matter. Otherwise, mm-hmm. get out of the way and mm-hmm. let someone in that really, really loves it. And I think that's what esports is going to take. I think mm-hmm. it's going to take somebody with uh, enough passion and enough ability to communicate with people outside of the sort of current sector of of audience Mm -hmm. they need to be included too but everybody outside of that sector also has to be involved with that discussion as well you know one of the things that i don't think as a formal host a former host on the show that i gave you enough credit for or people in general give you enough credit for what you did specifically was weird i was a writer i mean i did some tv but i was awful uh, and, you know, you basically hired people like Ben Silverman, like Raju Mudar, like Steve Tilley, guys who built careers, successful careers, out of the written word. And then you said, I'm going to put those guys on TV. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> we all had to learn how to wear makeup. We all had to, you know, brighten our, our dour dispositions. You know, I mean, you know, even Silverman is as bright and happy and uh, shiny as he is, he's you know he's a little dour. We're all a little dour, but we all did it. It, it was an occasion for us to rise to. I think we were all kind of shocked that you were giving us this opportunity. Yeah, we were all excited to come to Vancouver. We were all excited to be in this studio. We were excited to just be part of this. And it, it's it's amazing that you invited us all onto the boat. Well, I was very very uh, scrutinizing with the people that I brought on board. Yeah, you know? I, I've seen you say no to some people. Yeah, and I didn't really understand why, but you, you had your nose and you had your reasons yeah it wasn't just about 
you know, competency in front of the camera or prettiness or ever, you know, it's been about real um, ability to communicate in an authentic way and to connect with people and to have other people see themselves in that audience or in that uh, personality that was on screen. Uh, they had to be likable and approachable and, and honest and smart and good with their words and able to, to improvise, you know, to a degree that I don't think many people kind of recognize or understand because there really have not been scripts, you know, apart from the, the throws to uh, the segments that we've run in Electric Playground, um, which we scripted and, and tweaked and labored and sometimes improvised a little bit more yeah. of when we went to camera. Almost every single moment in both EP and Reviews on the Run was really reliant on the, you know, moment-to-moment wits and authenticity and, and honest curiosity and ability to share a moment with every single performer, every single personality in the group. And so I really, you know, I, I trusted and I put a lot of, um, I put everybody to task really to kind of step up and, and, and be 10% more of the person that they are mm-hmm. and, and improvise. And it's, an, it's like an old acting school thing, but uh, everybody was great at it. Every I, single person. I think you see that, though, when you watch the shows, especially the old shows, when we were together as a big group, you could see everybody discovering that they could do that. You could see their own excitement yeah. and their own pleasure in realizing, like, oh, I can actually contribute here. Yeah. And that excitement is partly what fueled those shows and I think made them so watchable for so long. I was so scared when Tommy left. I was so nervous because I had built something with him and with other people that was really working, you know, and it was doing well and rating well. And You know I hate Tommy. I know, but I, yeah, I, I was so guy. nervous of, of the the transformation and the shaking of, uh, up of everything, and, and I totally understood why he left, and, and, uh, but I was nervous. And I, I think it was the best thing that ever happened for me professionally. Oh, it opened the door for a lot of people. Well, and just in terms of, like, recognizing that even through this year, like, it's been shitty to not work with everybody but it's been also really freeing to kind of go back to my roots and like it it started in january when i did that division trip and i was like i went alone and i I shot it all on my iphone and cut all of that content Mm -hmm. together and posted it had no idea what the reception was going to be but i had a good time you know and i i noticed that everybody else at the thing was also shooting by themselves and setting things up and Mm -hmm. doing if they were doing interviews and it was uh, it was really kind of a moment of like yeah I love doing this mm-hmm. it's it, you know I'd love to do it at a scale that I'm comfortable with and familiar with but uh, if that's not open to me at least I have this new opportunity that's open to mm-hmm. me and I might as well take advantage of it so that transformation was great but that when Tommy left I oh, was able God, to kind of stop saying his name <laughs> but I was able to to kind of sample all kinds of amazing talent, you know, and work with all kinds of different people. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I when I hired you, you were the guy that I instantly connected with and instantly had this comfort with and an ability to just uh, relax and, 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 and tr- oh, don't, don't, don't hit the table. Relax and just entrust that uh, we were going to make something good every yeah. single time. And... Uh, I mean, it was that 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 leap because I had fun. I worked with Saltzman and Silverman yeah. and everybody else, and um, Steve and lots of lots of people along the way. But 
Uh, there was something about even our first shoots where I didn't even know your last name, and I, I invited yeah. you out to come, and you're like, I don't know. I don't. Somehow easy. Well, and then it, come and do it. It was it easy. And, it was and, easy, yeah. Right and, from the start, it was easy. But you, I mean, you taught me a lot, too, about how to make that transition and how to make that transformation. And uh, I couldn't imagine, honestly, I couldn't imagine being able to brickwork build all of the rest of this stuff out without that support, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. No, knowing that the, the, the central core of what we were going to make every every day mm -hmm. we got this you know yeah. and whatever i threw at you and whatever we worked out because you know the the shows expanded like crazy by the yeah. time you had moved out to vancouver yeah. and and afterwards but i knew i knew we could deal with it mm -hmm. you know i knew we could deal with it and we did yeah it was always working with you was always an occasion to rise to and uh you know there were new challenges i did things that i never thought i would do and somehow they seem natural, you know, with the crew you had and the people we were working with and, and working with you. Like, it was crazy. And But I do remember those first couple shoots we did in Central Park in New York, and I almost said no to you. I just thought, I cannot do this. I can't do this. And then it just could not have been an easier day. Yeah. And I was making fun of you right from the start, and you were just loving things as hard as you could love them, and that's just always been our dynamic. Yep. And it was great. And and I'm just like, I want to do that. I think it was when uh, you came out to Vancouver. I thought those first shoots were great. And yeah, I they were good. playing uh, Assassin's Creed, I think, in uh, in the hotel room. And then we got it to your house, too. Or you had it in your house. You I had it already, yeah. But I had it brought it. I used to travel with consoles every time we were on the road with this stuff. And I'd be able to play in the hotel room. And uh, I think you met us at the hotel. And then we walked into Central Park. And all of that stuff was really fun and cool. But when you came out to Vancouver... And we were reviewing a, a backpack uh, oh, to, to carry the 360 yeah, around or yeah, something like that. And you just put it on and started running around and doing all kinds. Yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, my God, this is um, – it reminded me of somebody, but it was a whole other level. You want to say Tommy again. It reminded me oh, a little bit God. of that zaniness and that Listen, goofiness. But it you, was – you know, you weren't Tommy. You weren't just uh, – No, I you, took a lot of pride in what we were doing. Absolutely. It, it wasn't a joke. And I, I played the games and yeah. I worked really hard. And I wanted to show up with something substantial to say. Mm -hmm. And I wanted people to remember that. You beat yourself up a lot too. You would, yeah. you would say that that sucked today. That sucked today. This and then you like a therapy session. Well, and then you'd walk away, on. and then you text me later. And say, that was pretty fun today, actually. Yeah. You think about it. It always sucks when you walk away, but then you watch it a day later, and you're like, "Oh, it was pretty good." Yeah. Why am I so hard on myself? Yeah. You know. So, uh, but you know, I just an, another little side digression. Then I want to go back to the PlayStation VR. Okay. I haven't really talked to anybody about right, this. Right. Right. But. Uh, the uh, last week I did a job here in Vancouver where I had to shoot streeters. Yeah, and uh, I was on my own, and uh, I was because you were tasked with the you had to produce it too. You had to shoot that's it. That's the and thing. Produce that's it. what yeah. I wanted to say is yeah. I didn't even know that I could do that. Yeah, but of all the people that were there. I was the one who most knew what we were trying to do course, and yeah. how to do yeah, it. Of course. And that, yeah. and like, I've been working with you for almost 10 years now, and I didn't even really realize that toolbox is there. And yeah. I opened it, and I was pulling tools out before I even knew I was pulling tools out. Yeah. And I was just grabbing people. I was being very aggressive. I was having fun, and I was getting shit done, and I was really proud of it. And I didn't even realize that I had that in me. Of course, man. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so gratifying yeah. to find that skill, that skill set that's in me, and it's, it'll always be in there. I know, and it's weird to uh i mean you you did some of that too when we did the evil within behind the scenes and the making of on that yeah stuff. a little bit a little yeah. bit yeah but it, it is weird when you're 
you're doing a job you know, but it's in a different context, or it's for a client, or it's a new different people, kind of new thing. eyes, new yeah. like they were outside of the video game yeah. industry, and they didn't really they knew who I was and they knew what we were trying to do, but they really didn't know me or how I was going to react in these situations. Yep. And we just made it up, and and it just it could not have worked out better. You know, I was I had that kind of realization when I did that trip to. Um, uh, 2K Sports to, t- to look at 2K17. I, I didn't know anybody out there. I think I told you this already. There was lots of YouTubers and, and journalists for places I... Influencers, Vic. And influencers. I didn't know anybody. I, I was the first event that, I, that I've been to since I started that I didn't know anyone there apart from a couple PR people. And uh, we were all on the mocap court where they were recording uh, a couple of NBA players. Oops, I keep hitting the table. A couple of NBA players and Everybody was just kind of sitting back and a little bit nervous about, you know, taking. Every, they were shooting stuff for Facebook and YouTube and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was nervous too. But I just sort of got a little bit closer and, and recorded stuff on Facebook Live and had a little bit of interaction and and uh, I, you know I just sort of took my own control of the situation and and uh, yeah you've was always trying to been. get some good, pretty decent content and people were ex- exclaiming when they were watching the the Facebook lives like what wh- where did you get this angle how did you get this amazing perspective on all because I was right beside all these players and it's like well this is this is how we've been able to keep our TV show going for yeah. so long it's been such a weird year yes you've had to do things that you have really never done before yeah, certainly like this, right like this. Yeah. and and I've had to do things that I've never done before, and for sure Marissa's doing things she yes. hasn't done before. And anybody who worked with you right up until the moment that we things ended yeah. on the television side of life, we're all doing different things. We're almost at the end of 2016. I know. It's been uh, a weird year, very surreal. Uh, and, you know, I, I feel like everybody kind of, you know, we, we, have, we haven't really landed anywhere yet yeah uh but you know i I like our chances yeah you know Uh, and i like your chances too i like what you're doing i mean it's it's what i know to do how do you work by yourself it's weird man there's nobody else to talk to it's very weird that was that was the hardest thing going out and doing these reviews on my own talk to blake well i talked to blake a little bit and we've had blake on the uh, podcast a little bit and i've streamed now with bear but uh there's I've got guys, you know, cutting and putting stuff out there, and it takes big chunks of time. He but. used to have a microphone. <laughs> he doesn't anymore. What did he do? I still oh, do. he's still got a microphone. Okay. He's got it. I won't say that again. But uh, I, I actually, and I, I don't mean to offend you or anybody else that I've worked with, but I've actually kind of enjoyed the opportunity, this new challenge of reviewing by myself. It's like taking our old pocket reviews and extending it out for... I mean, I want to go back to having a two-person thing. I think that's where the the the, uh, the meat of reviews on the run works the best. I mm-hmm. think that's the best value for viewers out there. But the challenge of having that one-to-one discussion with the camera and the viewer uh, and trying to get all your thoughts out and not really kind of relying on the back-and-forth tennis of a conversation to discover stuff, because... Um, there, there is that shared responsibility when you, when there are two people in front of the camera. That's right. You're and both carrying. You can lean on them a little bit, yep. you know, and I haven't had that. And um, some reviews are easier than others, and, the you know, both of the editors will definitely attest to it. Sometimes it takes me a little bit to kind of get my thoughts out there. Mm-hmm. But that challenge has been, it's been pretty fun all year, you yeah. know. And I certainly have reflected on the fact that you would have hated so, because oh, I have been pretty, I, you know what, somebody accused me of hating everything this year. 
What? So some, somebody on our YouTube channel said, Dick hates everything. He hates all the movies. Because I didn't like Star Trek. I didn't like Jason Bourne. I, I didn't Trek like... Was, oh, was Bourne bad? Bourne was bad. Didn't like Batman versus Superman. Didn't like oh, Suicide Squad. Uh, there was probably... Oh, uh, Warcraft. There was, there was a whole litany of just... So triple A big movies. Yes, but I was excited. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just listen. I didn't watch any of these things yeah. all year. Yeah. Like if has I it was, been, has it been tough to hear the the bleats out of EP and not be involved? What has do you mean been, bleats? Like stuff that I would do. Like is it, is it hard to kind of hear that it's that there's something going on, but you're not you're not a part of it? Uh no, no. You're just thinking about it. I don't. I mean, I don't want to offend you. I got to be honest with you. Like, I unfollowed yeah. you on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. Why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I did because it was just kind of driving me nuts, and I didn't want to hate you. And yeah. you know, the thing is, it's like I love you. Like, I really love you. I sincerely do. Yeah. But we just been, don't want to hear about. Uh, I I reviewed this today on EP and well, check well, this yeah, out on the mean, rundown. Yeah, it's just like it's you, it's you. You know, you've got a crow. Like that's yeah. what you do. And I'm just like, if I listen to Vic Crow every day, I'm just gonna hate him. Right. And I don't want to do that. And I just want to love you. And I I'm just very aware of the negative side of social media at this point, especially yeah. on sensitive people like myself. Right. But it wasn't a, that I was against who you are or what you were doing. It's just that I didn't want that constant stream. And sure. maybe it is also like I just needed to not listen to the stream. Yeah, no, and I kind of get it now. I yeah. kind of get that you just need to not – if you're not involved, you kind of just got to separate a little bit and, uh, you and know, try different things. Like, I, you know, we've always been friends, like, yeah. and we always will be friends. You know, but that the last few months of last year were tough. Like, yeah, you, uh-huh. you were t- – you, like – we were on a weird stance with the show, and you were not happy with me anymore, and I wasn't happy doing this anymore, and we well, took a little time apart. It was emotional. Yeah. It was emotional. There was no way it could not have been. I mean, yeah. the the show was, uh, the shows have been a lot more than just a job for all of us. Yeah. And you can't just have that, that constant rocking and upheaval, because it wasn't just like we got to the end of the season and, oh, we don't get to make more. We were trying, you know, d- desperately to kind of figure out a solution to keep everything kind of rocking yeah. and rolling, and and we don't control the distribution, right? We don't have the 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 we're not the gatekeepers to how this stuff gets pushed out there and marketed. Now we are because we're, you know we're we've sort of on this democratized pool with everybody else on YouTube and Twitch and everything. Uh, but when we had this distribution mechanism and and partners like that. Uh, it, we we could rely on them to mm-hmm. not just finance us or, or help us get to financing, but also help to kind of beat the drum and spread the word. What are you talking about? Well, I got well, lost. All of that change happened over time and through all of that I'm time. I'm just saying, like maybe we had a little personal beef at the end. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because it was it was stressful. It was tremendous tough. It was tremendously tough to wrap up the season get all the work done and and uh and uh be cool you know are we cool now totally cool absolutely can we absolutely yes totally cool feels good yeah and i you know i've missed you the whole year i'm fun but i also i truthfully haven't been wanting to you know get you in here and bug you and keep you coming back no really it's fine i you know honestly again it's just like it's been so nice to not be a critic yeah it's just been nice to just live on the fan side of life and 
And, you know, it's been fun just to, like, what matters to me? Like, what do I want to spend time on? And how do I, you know, do I want to go to movies naturally the way that we used to go to movies? <laughs> I don't, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I get into my, you know, a certain TV show, and then I'll just watch that, and I'll get so much satisfaction from that. And, and I'll play a game, and then I'll play the crap out of that game, just like a, any gamer would, any fan would. Like, I'll yeah. finish a game, you know, three or four times because I just love it. And it's nice to be able to do that, yeah. you know, and, and I'm looking back through, you know, I even got my 360 out because not everything is backwards compatible on the Xbox I know, One. I, know. I got the 360 out and I just thought I missed some things because I was a reviewer. These are games that deserve more time from me. Totally. And I went back and finished and finished and finished those games. And it just was kind of great just, yeah. to, just to be a fan again. That's you know? good. So you have been gaming. Of course, I've been and gaming, playing some of your faves. Yeah, and I yeah. I, uh, I bought uh, I got tired of uh, Steam on my TV. Yeah. right. I can play it on my my big screen HD TV, but I just thought you know this is really a PC, yeah. and I'm not enjoying the PC side right. of my PC. Right. So I finally went out and I got a new monitor. They're on sale with all the back to school sales. Mm-hmm. I got a hundred dollar great monitor from my desk and it looks amazing. All my games look amazing. And now I've got two computers. I'm insane. I got two computers in front of me all the time. The Mac on one side and the PC on the other. <laughs> PC exclusively for gaming. You sound like a, a gaming geek. I'm a game guy, yeah. man. I really am. And so, you know, like I have been gaming. And, and now I'm moving. Everything's in boxes. My PC's gone. Uh, I sold my TV. I'm going to have to get a new one uh, in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I downloaded Mega Man 2 for my 3DS. Awesome. So I'm going to... Just Mega Man 2? Because they have the collection. Well, I didn't buy the whole collection. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just like I'm just devoting myself to one yes. Mega Man at a time. It was right. $4.99. I just felt like it was a great purchase. Okay, very cool. Are you going to do the... Uh, like you did with Donkey Kong and update it no. on a level every day? No. I don't even know. Like, those games have always been so hard for me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just like... I just feel like I suck when I play them. I had a weird craving for Robotron last week. I, I don't know that. why. Like yeah. I just I didn't unfollow you. I saw that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> uh, I followed you again. I followed you. Again. Okay. I, no, I didn't follow you again. I get it. I no, I did. Follow. I really did. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course okay. I did. Yeah. yeah. Robotron. I always have a. a I know a you do. For yeah. It. And I don't know yeah. where it came from, but I just felt like, oh, I really want to play this today, and so yeah. I did what everybody does. I went to Twitch and I just started watching, watching other people play Robotron. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. Of people course. are playing Robotron sure. on Twitch. Holy Everybody's Christ. playing Robotron. That's amazing. Twenty four seven. So, I want to go back to the the rough feeling. So I didn't explain it super well, but what? everybody in the boat. Has felt that though all the way along, what like boat? all, what, all what, what, what the, the, the metaphor? whole EP boat. Okay, you know maybe apart from some of the guys that had full time jobs and were doing this on a kind of kind of part time casual basis, but mm-hmm. everybody was super committed. Every editor, every camera operator, every uh, uh, every host. You know, it was hard. You know, Marissa was breaking down when we were because it was really she always crying. Well, she really hit her that that, that things were about to change. You know, because so we'd had changes along the way even while she was out here and we had been able to persist but uh so it was a very emotional time there was no way that there couldn't have been stress feels like so long ago now i know like last november december feels it's almost a year yeah you know so i think i mean i've I've missed you and you've probably missed me and the show and you know working together but it's probably been very healthy for us not to do something oh, yeah, for a little yeah. while. You know, how is it going to movies by yourself? 
It's weird. What do you do? I just watch the movie. And but I mean, do you look at your phone? Like, usually you get there an hour early. I get there uh, between a half hour and an hour early, yeah. And I look at my phone. I talk to the other critics and stuff like that, too. What critics? There's some from Vancouver. I'm working for CBC and Global and, you know, all our, 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 oh, our bros. Oh, like Thor. Yes. Oh, and yeah. City. Yeah, I see those. I see all those guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We, we don't hang out. People Have, ask what, ask where you where you are and what's going on with you. But what's the one exception to you going to the movies this year where you went and you didn't expect anything and you got something great? Uh, the Accountant, which I invited <laughs> you to last night, actually was really oh, good. I'm, I'm so gonna, sick of Ben Affleck. I'm, I'm, me too. And I'm, I'm going to be reviewing that. There'll be a review uh, up tomorrow. It. But I had a great time. Yeah, it was. Uh, wow. It was a who really, directed that. Uh, I think Gavin Pierce or something. Blake, can you check that for me? Gavin, okay, I think it's Gavin O'Connor, but uh, I, I haven't seen anything else that he's done. You're or, correct, Vic. It's Gavin O'Connor. Gavin O'Connor, okay. Uh, it was great. It was really tight. Ben Affleck was ben awesome. Affleck. Oh. And uh, I'm not going to review it, but. Uh, yeah, 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 be careful. But it was, uh, it was really, really surprisingly satisfying. So and, that's and, the first thing that comes to mind. Yes. What's next? Uh, oh, Hell or High Water. That's my favorite movie of the year. Is that with Jeff Bridges? Yes. Okay, Did I didn't see it. see it. No, it's incredible. I've been to the movies zero times. Really? Yeah. Not even once. Oh, I don't know. I tried to take a girl to a movie. I think. But yeah. That was a long time ago. I think we went to see that movie forty-five years. About two old people still living together and they're having a tough time in their marriage. <laughs> great, great date movie. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. I don't think she liked it. I, I kind of liked it. And then that relationship ended. Anyway, that's a story for another time, people. Okay, well, so what have Careful. you been... Oh, right. What have you been doing? I have to do the fake path. I told what? you I've been watching a lot of Netflix. No, no, fun, fun, fun stuff. What have you been doing to stay busy and stay active? People uh, are asking all the time. What, do you, well, what has Scott Jones been... That you want to talk about. There might be some secret yeah, stuff. Yeah, some, don't, some stuff about. I can't really talk about. I shot a couple commercials last week yeah. uh, for the BC Lottery. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't air on TV, but what does air on TV right. anymore, right? Yes. Yeah. It's a very short list. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I had a great time. I had a, I really didn't want to do this job, and I said yes, and uh, they were great. And, you know, in fact, uh, I used some old EP people. Yeah. We got to reunite, and we got to do one more job together. It was really wonderful. Uh, I'm trying to write a book, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm just trying to feel productive and squeeze life, and that's partly why I'm relocating. I'm mm -hmm. leaving Vancouver behind because I want to. I don't know. I just I feel like whatever I was going to get out of this city, yeah. I got. Yeah. And now I've been here for one year, and I've mostly been employed in other cities. Yeah. It's so hard to make ends meet in it's this a, city. A very tough city. We've been so lucky to have this uh, longevity with, with Electric Playground over the years. Like you couldn't have picked a more difficult city it was to also build the, this show. It in. was also the, the, the big secret win for the show as well, though, because mm -hmm. there is, you know, I think a, a great desire from outside production entities, whether they're networks or whatever, to work with people out of Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And because we have been based in Vancouver and there isn't a lot of indigenously created content that goes outside of the city. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of people that were interested in coming and being a part of the team, you know. So I had I had a really good selection of awesome people, um, and gave them good jobs, and we got to work on something very very special in this city. Mm -hmm. And had we been based in Los Angeles or Toronto or or San Francisco, we would have been part of uh, the the sort of messy 
pool that's out right. there where people are jumping ship all the time and there's tons of turnover and and uh i just feel like without turning this into a diatribe against the city because i yeah. love this city and Me i would too. i would stay here if i could i i love the weather it's not for everybody it's hard to work here is what it is it's hard to work it's here. hard to work here and it's hard to get enough money to afford this city it's such a crazy expensive city everyone's tight yeah with the money yeah like nobody you know, I, I don't want to go down that road too far, but I just, it's not an easy city to live in. And if you're a young person, I don't know, like all the money that I've made this year have been in other Canadian cities or even in other U.S. cities. Like yeah. making money here in Vancouver has been extremely challenging. Yeah. And I haven't had to do that before. That's part of the reason. It's a very small part of the reason why I'm leaving. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also leaving because I'm in love. Yeah. I've got love in my life now, finally. She loves me with or without the glasses. And listen, I had a friend in Boston a few years ago who I used to do all my gaming with, my friend John, and uh, he used to have a roommate named Zach. And Zach... Is it is Zach? Are you in love with Zach? I'm in love with Zach. Oh no. my God, is that what, another exclusive? To Scott and Zach. <laughs> Mazel tov. No, listen. Uh, Zach started dating a new girl. This is about 15 years ago. Yeah. And uh, they were going to go out on a date. And so he was preparing one night. This is how long ago it was. He was getting his room ready in case she came back to the house, you know. And so what he was doing is uh, he was putting his Dreamcast away. Yeah, hiding his games. <laughs> you told me this. And so John and I were peering into his room. We're like, what are you doing in there, Zach? You, uh, you boxing up the Dreamcast? Is that right? <laughs> you hiding your Dreamcast, are you? So listen, I got to get rid of all my games. <laughs> oh, you're giving me games. Yeah, this woman who I'm in love with, like she's, I, she doesn't know that this is what I do. She better knows know what you'd So I'm going to show she, you what I got. She doesn't know that you love video games? She doesn't know. She, she doesn't is. accept the fact that so you... Look, you've got, a, you mirror, this. You've got a mirror's edge bag. No, this is just between us. Okay, all right. She doesn't know. Ooh, pariah, Digital Extreme. Yeah. Didn't you do a voice in that one? I think I did do a voice in this one. That's hilarious. That's right. Great memory, man. Uh, this is uh, Zelda. This is the collector's... Very cool. We got the Fallout Trilogy. Oh, the original fall. Okay, awesome. Vic's gonna love this one. Nice. You're just gonna give me these to add to the collection. Yeah. Okay. Man, what am I gonna do is, with them? This is crazy. They're worth like I, one penny. I, I guess tr 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 uh, trucking them all back east doesn't make yeah, a whole bunch of sense. Doesn't make sense. San Andreas. Look at that. The, oh, nice. PS2. All your grand theft. I guess you can get these all digitally if you want. Yeah. Them. I mean, I, yeah. what am I carrying these discs around right, for? Right. I don't. I don't know. We're almost done. Yeah. But I'm, you know, this is the end of the boxing wow. of the Dreamcast. So talk, you are oh, going talking? with some of your games, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what you're, are, you're still going to be playing games. This, you can play Robotron with, on these. with your girlfriend. Nice. Well, she, she doesn't, she doesn't know that I'm, I like these things. <laughs> uh, and this is an old one. Nice. And, uh, yeah, there you go. A, the first one. Holy crap! Let me see. Let me that. see. Wow. That's everything, Vic. Wow. What else? Anything for Vic? Oh, that's awesome, man. Thank uh, you. So. Uh, yeah, I just it feels good just to just to a little catharsis. Embrace the fact that I'm a gamer one more time. Are you leaving your furniture here? What are you doing? All of it's gone. Yeah, it's on Craigslist. I've right. gi given it away, or I've donated. A free cycle. I don't know if you ever used a free cycle. Mm -mm. Just put post stuff. People come and pick it up, and that's the end of it. I sold my TV. Yeah, uh, it was an old TV. I bought it when I first moved here. I got seven years out of that. It was a Sony. Nice. Not a Samsung. It was right. a Sony. Right. And. Uh, 
uh, hundred bucks. I think I probably paid five or six hundred for it. I got a hundred bucks for it. That's Seven great. year old TV. That's awesome. On Craigslist, you can get you, anything. Well, and Sony is uh, it's a solid brand. Like people yeah. still people love that brand. They're I gonna love go to that it. TV. Yeah. Like I just posted it on Craigslist. I said this is a great backup TV. Yeah. Somebody came, took it, gone. Nice. I've been trying to sell my Battlestar Galactica box set DVD yeah. Blu-rays. Yeah. I haven't had much luck yet. Discs, man. I mean, even Sony just ditched the the Ultra HD playback on the PS4 Pro. Did they? It doesn't play the new high-def 4K Blu-rays, yeah. but the Xbox One S does. It's mm -hmm. totally weird. Uh, yeah. So uh, I will still game in the future. Yeah. Of course, my uh, girlfriend, uh, her name's Sarah. Yeah. Hi, Sarah. She's working. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, I... I don't really try to push games on her. So do you know what you're going to do for a job when you get there? Is there any kind of prospect? Are you... Uh are you independently wealthy? But okay, gotcha. No, I don't know. I, yeah. I really don't know. I, yeah. you know, I just did this Taking job. This big adventure. I mean, you took this big leap to come here. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm I, not afraid. I got him to move all the way across three thousand miles <laughs> the continent from New York City to come to Vancouver and help me with this crazy dream of making. Uh, were we making EP Daily then? We were, right? I wasn't on. I didn't work on EP. But Daily. it was wasn't, reviews. To reviews kind of, was a once or twice a week show, yeah. and so I was doing that right. just exclusively. So we had this foundation of daily television that we needed a, a pretty sizable team for. Yeah, and you were joining that. So it wasn't the. It was a big leap because you're moving to a different country entirely. Mm -hmm. uh, but we at least had some pretty solid stability with the amount of content that we had to make and stuff. Mm -hmm. Big deals, though. This is crazy, and that's, I'm really impressed and surprised and happy that you're staying in our country and not going. Back I love to the it States. here. You know, my uh, my permanent resident card expired. Yeah. Uh, so what happens now? So well, I mailed it in, and hopefully I get another one. I don't really know. Yeah. You know, I've been here for a while. I've been paying taxes here for a while. I really love Canada. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if they're. I don't know what's going to happen. You're closer to uh, Justin Trudeau, so yeah. just go down and say hi. What buds? <laughs> He follows me on Twitter. Uh, no, I, I don't know. Let, let's go back to PlayStation VR. Okay. I can't believe you've had this thing on. What does it do to your... Oh, it's, it actually it just flattens it and smears it across my face like, uh, you know, like go, Ben Silverman. I'm going to go get my, uh, my hair cut tomorrow. Nice. I'm losing my hair like crazy. No, you're not. I am. Why do you say this? You your, know this. Your hair is lustrous. It's not. I yes, need a haircut. Is. All right. I'm losing my hair, but I'm okay losing it. Okay. So I'm th thinking about getting buzzed. What do you think? That's crazy. You think? I mean, I don't yeah, know. Don't, if, get it, don't get it buzzed. I don't know if I'm good looking enough for that. Don't do it. But it I feel good. like Sarah loves me a lot. Yeah. Oh, this is the test. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't is know. It, is it the hair? She or tells is it me, me she's okay with me not having hair. Yeah. But I feel like the both of us. That's one of the ways we've bonded together. Is <laughs> we feel very dependent on our coiffures. Yes. That's French for hair. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I don't go out in public after I put on the any of the VR out uh, headsets at all. I know. I've, I've been playing the Vive. I've been playing the uh, the PlayStation VR. I, you know, I love the experiences, but they're very private experiences. <laughs> and then it's baseball cap season right it's, afterwards. It's like that that photo of Tom Brady, like when yeah. he was doing his nude sunbathing last week. If anyone got a photo of you yeah. with that. VR thing on <laughs> doesn't exist. Actually, I've had to shoot myself with uh, you know on camera. We've we've been shooting me 
experiencing this stuff for the very first time. It's been freeing, actually, to just be a total goofball and yeah. experience this stuff. But I, that's what I wanted to do, and I was totally comfortable with that. I didn't want to do it in the out in the wild. And I told the uh, some of the companies, I said, well, I don't, I, I'm not coming to do a preview thing on, on your VR, because everything is, oh my God, it's amazing, oh wow. I said, yeah, you got to send it to us, and so we will shoot it, it privately. Privately, and let us let just have that full-on, honest experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And some of it has absolutely been, oh my God, I can't believe this. There's yeah. a game called uh, Raw Data on the Vive, which totally blew me away. But the PlayStation VR is. You have a Vive too. Yeah, the PlayStation VR. Where the fuck do you set it up? In here, we move things around and we set it up in here and we shoot. Too much. That needs too. It takes up too much space. We've got the sensors up there right now. They're right up there. Uh, and it's amazing. And, it, and frankly, it kind of, uh, because I played the Vive first and had the room scale, it kind of colored my impressions of the PlayStation VR. But the thing that I love about the PlayStation VR is the comfort and the ergonomics of the device, how light it is. It's really effortless to put on and take off. Um, and I love the living roomness of it as well. I love mm-hmm. that you can just sit in your gaming chair and play a lot of games with the controller and the VR headset. And they're games, you know. They're not mm-hmm. huge games yet. They're yep. but they're games, just little like, slivers of games. Like yeah. Riggs is really fun, and mm-hmm. and uh, the the game that I love the most, uh, which is kind of gimmicky, is this uh, Until Dawn Rush of Blood roller coaster game where you're uh, terrorized by all kinds of creepy things. It's it's awesome. It's like you're in this aw- terrible, horrific uh, theme park, and all kinds of ghastly things come up to kill you. But that's very effective. I loved uh, Res. Have you played Res in VR? No. It's great. They did a great job with that. You know, I went to the uh, Vancouver International Film Festival, a.k.a. VIF, mm-hmm. last week, and they had a VR day. Mm-hmm. It was over at the Van City Theater. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of panel, panel after panel after panel of people talking about VR. And it's kind of weird because I was doing a lot of VR work early on yeah. this year. Yeah. But it kind of petered out. over Even as the all the consoles and the systems and everything started coming out from Oculus, the, the HTC, and now for the Play, PlayStation weighing in. But... Everybody's super horny for the PlayStation VR because they're feeling like that's got the best chance of all of them to actually was, reach consumers. I was out at the accountant last night, which was downtown. You and saw on the my accountant. W- yeah, the movie Ben Affleck, uh, which I invited you to, but you were too busy. Did not want to go. That would have been a good send off. You could have said, "Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> really, I'm out of here." I Vancouver. really don't like him. Uh, I don't like him in anything. No, Goodwill Hunting. I didn't like him in that. He was. He was. Uh, he was very good in this. But why and is he I, nicer to Jen, Jen Garner? I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with all of these egomaniacs. You know, Brad Pitt and and Johnny Depp. I don't know what's happening with all these dudes. They get to an age and they just. Anyways. Uh, but uh, uh, he was great. But I, I, I left the movie and um, I was downtown, so I went walked by Best Buy. I wanted to see how, how busy the because they're at nine o'clock. Nine? I at thought nine, they closed at nine. They opened it up just to sell the PlayStation VR. So I put, put last my hand night. In. Yeah. Oh, I see. thought these things were already on sale. It, they are today. Today's okay. the but last night was their oh, okay. midnight launch. Okay. But it was nine p.m. So what was here. going on? It was packed. Really? And, yeah, people lined up like crazy, and there were tons of people buying but it. What do you think, up. honestly, though? Like, honestly, yeah. no BS right now. Like, if somebody goes out, and it's not cheap, it's yeah. certainly not as expensive as. Seven, 700 bucks in Canada. It's not cheap, yeah. for sure. For the whole kit, you can just get the headset for 5 if you bought this thing mm-hmm. and you've you know you've sampled a lot a wide swath of yeah. the things that are available for the VR for the PlayStation VR at this point yeah 
Do you think it's something like if you bought it, are you going to get anything enough back to make it feel like it's worth that seven hundred dollars? You have to really want that experience. You have to really kind of want it, and if you mm. do want it, you will be surprised at how good the fidelity is mm. and how much they've accomplished. Because you know they cut corners. The fact that they put the move into your hands, the stupid move wands, which. Do, do they come with those things? If you buy the kit, they do. But they're using old technology as as you know, state of the art. And, and you can connect not, those to the PS4, the move, the old move yeah, controllers. But they use the old PS3 cables to charge. Okay. So it's all Jesus it's all Christ. kind of a pain in the ass. And I I laid out all the cables on the table in my review because I wanted people to see how much stuff you actually need to, oh, yeah? to get everything going. And and a lot of comments, a lot of backup, a lot of people apologizing for the amount of cables and fighting against the. No, that's not that many. It's ends up just being one and a lot of people going Jesus Christ look at how many cables it takes to run yeah. VR I imagine that's what you would see if Chewy and uh, and Han were underneath the Millennium yeah Falcon it's very much like, like that plugs into everything well it is and it was in my space for sure and yeah. you, you know my my actual gaming cave you oh, know pristine. there's stuff all over the damn place but I think most people would take the time to stash and store and tidy things up and you could trim all the cables mm -hmm. down uh, but I think Sony really effectively delivered something that is transformative and mm -hmm. transportive. Like you really do feel, you know, you were using the word seductive. It, it is absolutely seductive. It's, it, you do feel compelled to go back in, even with these launch games. Mm -hmm. And if people buy enough of this and buy enough of these games, we know that great content is gonna come. And frankly, I trust PlayStation and Xbox because they're getting into the VR game next year mm -hmm. to find us good quali quality content out there. You know, everyone we just need that little in between, and yeah. and and the, and the people at the 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 VR event I went to at VIF, that's exactly what they perceive the PlayStation VR yeah. to be. Yeah. It's exactly that middle of the road, easy point of entry. But it sounds like I. I can hook things up and I understand how they work, but it, it, this all sounds a little overwhelming to me too. The idea of they, trying to get a move controller connected label, to my PS4 they, yeah, you gotta, sounds like not a pleasant. You, you know, need to have a USB splitter basically yeah. and you need to make sure. And one of the things I didn't like about the move too is you couldn't tell if it was actually charging or not. There's no lights telling you that it's all ready to go. I thought you just put go. batteries into it. No, it's all uh, rechargeable okay, batteries. Okay. Lithium ion, I guess. But. Uh, um, I, you know, I, I think that it is. It's a great starting point. Mm -hmm. I think that they actually, they actually, you know, solved a lot of great things for mm -hmm. us. And it starts with that headset. You really can wear it for many, many hours and mm -hmm. still feel comfortable. That's. I mean, there are so many questions around VR yeah. still. Yes. And we don't know. We don't really know yet. We don't have a definition for what good VR is. I'll tell you, watching movies. We need movies to write a definition. It's not that doesn't compel me. No, I don't think I don't think that's part of the experience at all. I don't because like it's exhausting to be looking in every corner and every direction and looking behind you and you know it's cool, but it's like the, the you're losing the narrative. It's like playing through any video game where you're a first person kind of perspective and you can look in every direction and mm -hmm. then you just slightly miss an animation that the developers worked really hard. It, it's it's cool that you have that freedom, but like you play Gears of War, and if you don't press that Y button in time, you miss some cool trigger event, you know. Mm -hmm. And I do that all the time because I'm looking in the wrong direction, and I, I it pisses me off a bit because I'd like to see that thing. Mm -hmm. But they want to sort of build it within the engine, and I get that freedom. 
that's what watching a VR movie is like. It's yeah. like I'm missing something over here. I'm missing something. Oh, I'm missing something. I didn't know. Like, what are they? What are they offering as far as VR movies? Well, they have this thing called Alumet, which I, I started to watch for a little while. And and one one of the things I read in, in their little press buzz about it is that it's like one of the longest VR movies. It's 20 minutes long. And that's pretty long. It's for pretty VR long, movie, and yeah. and it was dull. I I, I just yeah. didn't get into it, you know. And I've watched a bunch on the Vive as well, and it's and it's interesting. It's like they're kind of like um, uh, planetarium sort of shows, mm-hmm. you know. It's cool that these things can be made, but do we want to make them? Yeah. You know. I saw a really interesting movie earlier this year when I, I think I saw it at uh, GDC, and I also saw it in New York. So I saw the movie twice. Yeah. It's a movie called Giant. Uh, and it's a movie where you basically sit on a subwoofer, mm-hmm. and it's about these two parents who are in a bunker during a war, and they're raising their daughter during this war. And so they make up this fiction that a giant is attacking oh, wow. their house. So it's two minutes long, and you know that you just see these parents spinning this fiction. I mean, the acting is awful. And you the sit writing on a physical subwoofer. Well, I don't know what it is, but I could just feel like the vibrations okay. as I'm watching this, and the fear. On, like if you connect the fear on someone's face with the vibrations from the subwoofer, yeah. something happens in your body where your your brain is processing those two things. Yep. And it just completely, even despite the bad writing, the bad acting, the bad production. I was so taken by that. And mm-hmm. I just thought, wow, this is just the beginning. Right. Somebody is going to figure out something awesome about this. Well, Hardcore Henry was one of those movies. This I never year. saw it. Yeah, it was the first person uh, movie that. Um, yeah. was, it, uh, was it watchable? It was. It was actually funny because it yeah. didn't take itself seriously at all. And it was fun and funny and filled with crazy action. And I would imagine that would work quite well in VR. But the production required to be able to do that. I, I don't think, I think that's a 2D movie, mm-hmm. um, so they would just put it in a cinema thing. You couldn't really look around all over the place. But presumably that person kind of proved out the model of a first-person film, so mm-hmm. maybe they've got financing to, to do that again. You know? I'm sure, like, this is a weird time. Everybody's still throwing money at VR because everybody has high hopes for it. Everybody thinks it's the new Uber. Everyone wants to be on board. They don't want to miss out on this one. I still feel that when we would talk about all this stuff about the the solitariness and the the loneliness of it, I still feel that. Mm -hmm. And Ben and I were talking about that last week with the PlayStation VR, just how you feel confined to this and so vulnerable because you don't know what's around you at all. And uh, And it's also so indulgent you know mm-hmm. it is this indulgent um, uh, you know exotic seductive device that you get to personally experience well, it's a masturbatorium it, yes I mean it is like yeah. that's what it's it's ideal for that yeah and so we have little games and we have these little weird documentaries where we're going to foreign countries but mostly it's going to be used for masturbation but you know the, but the, the sensory applications are profound you know the tapping into that ability to look in every direction and have some kind of visual stimulant mm-hmm. uh, at, at only visually right now I can imagine that soon we'll have force feedback in these things mm-hmm. and, and and it's going to get even more edges closer to this holodeck these kind of future. need to get smaller they need to get yes. smaller they need to become well, that's more what comfortable oculus just announced right they're going to have and then same with Google right like they these things are definitely tripping towards that uh, the uh 
the uh, HoloLens, uh, I heard yeah. at, the, at the VR event last week, is that it runs very hot. And I'm a little concerned about the health implications right. of these things. You know, I'm with a, a lady now who means yeah. a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, and she doesn't like talking on her phone. She feels like it's going to give her cancer. So right. she, every time I talk to her, it's through her goddamn speakerphone. Right. Drives me nuts. But I understand. <laughs> I understand. I'm like, like okay. She can put the headpiece. She doesn't. Nah, she doesn't. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, that's a conversation for yeah. another time. But, it, you know, all of these things, I, I, we're very aware of our phones and what they might, might or might not do to us. Yeah. This is a thing that basically puts the phone right there i know that's it you're yeah. holding like yeah. basically yeah. Yeah. like this is this yeah. is this is the experience it's so surreal i know yeah i know so it's, i don't know how good it, it is I mean, for it, us and it, it's still early it, like if you just took snapshots of what our worlds are today we're either craning our heads down like that or we're strapping screens right to our face it's so thx 1138 mm -hmm. or the matrix i mean we are becoming batteries for for stimulation yeah, for sure you know for like sure. that's we're just like give us stuff you know what have you played this year that's really uh really stood out for you and please don't say uncharted 4 that was great. Oh, yeah, I, I loved it. But, Let's have uh, a fight about it. Come uh, on. No. Um, what did I did I give a game a ten? Oh, it was Forza. Forza Horizon uh, Three blew me away because I know that's why I went into so it. So boring. But I thought it was going to be just like okay, they're going for this rah rah EDM kind of lifestyle. Everybody wants to be cool and drive fast car. What one is this? Three. This is the third one, and that's the other problem with it is like it's just been like they have the Forza machine going. <laughs> You know, they have so many of these things coming, but it's yeah. so fun because they they totally liberally ripped off uh, the burnout games mm -hmm. and uh, the open worlds uh, of Paradise, and also a lot of the more oh, recent I Need for that Speed. Game. Oh, and there's tons of off road, and they're they based it in Australia, so it has this really cool Australian personality. Listen, and the graphics are incredible. I love you. I don't care about that. Give yeah. me something else. Um, what has blown me away this year? What have I what have I been freaking super excited? You've cut a lot of my reviews. What do you think? Like Gears, of course. I love Gears, yeah. I know you would have been like, oh my god, I played this before. Ben's kind of been feeling like, like that. But I really, really liked it. It was really fun. And one of the reasons it was made here in this city. That, but it was also you and I didn't review all of the DLC and all of the different versions of Gears. So yeah, like yeah. it's been a long time since I've been geared up and oh, yeah. gears up. Yeah. yeah. And well, I, had I, a, I had a good time. Oh, Doom. You love I, Doom. I yeah. played Doom. I finished yeah. it a couple times. That's an amazing game. Uh, I think they did a really good job. Yes. I hope that game's selling well. I have no idea if it is or not, but yeah. I, I think it's a really terrific, satisfying first-person shooter. Like I, I, I had a great time. I went back and I played. That's the other thing you could do now when you're not a critic. Yeah. I played all the, ori the original Doom. I played Doom 1 from 1993. I played Doom 2 from 95. Yes. Like I played them from start to finish. I haven't played those games in so long. That's awesome. And then I started playing Doom 3 again. What a disaster that game is. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit. Well, they tried to, they tried to sort of It's Carmack yeah. without Romero. It doesn't yeah. work. You, you know? know, Carmack was just uh, in the news talking about VR and the yeah. responsibility no, now. He's, he's big at Oculus now. Well, he, But he's saying we can't just rely on the novelty. It can't just be that. It can't mm -hmm. just be, oh, wow, I have these things on my face. Look at how cool it is to look. It has to be a lot more than that. Mm -hmm. So right. this next wave of software should be... Fascinating. I haven't played this Eve Valkyrie. I just got a code for that. I'm very excited to jump into that. Doom was so good, though. Doom was excellent, man. It really is. It was yeah. really great. And I just like the, the gameplay loop in there. Yep. It just was very satisfying. You're doing it over and over again. Mm -hmm. But I loved it so much. 
that I just gladly did it for about 14 hours because I finished it twice. I really liked The Division, even though it was derided. Uh, I didn't play it. It was, it was super robust and lots of cool things, mm-hmm. and it has some ending issues and uh, you know tries to sell you things all the way when along. When are we going to get another Prince of Persia? I think they're not going to do that. Why? I think Assassin's Creed, if, if this movie does well, will sort of spur on this next wave of... Uh, of Assassin's Creed game. Syndicate mm-hmm. was pretty cool last year. Mm-hmm. I liked Far, Far Cry Primal quite a bit. I thought mm-hmm. that was a pretty cool, uh, you know, side route for the Far Cry franchise mm-hmm. to be in, in prehistoric times and to hear uh, uh, Elias Defexus be uh, a caveman was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Deus Ex was good too. This the uh, yeah. I tried to. S- I started it a couple times. That's the other thing. Now that I'm not a critic, I can just quit when I'm tired of something. Yeah. But I started it a couple times and I got confused both times. And again, I, I had a stroke in 2013, so I blamed myself. <laughs> but I also I I I blamed those guys too. I just felt like something was wrong at the beginning. I just there were things that they were trying to teach me that they weren't teaching me well enough. Mm. And I got frustrated and I quit. The beginning of that game is kind of a drag. It, yeah. It's when you get to Prague that things really start to lift off. The du- the Dubai stuff, I would agree with you. Was, and I played it like three times because I played it at different uh, okay. events as, and then also played it through it again when, when I got the copy. Uh, but once, and, you know, the first Deus Ex was kind of like that too. Okay. We had to plow through chunks and then it starts to sort of wash over you. Mm-hmm. The first one that IDOS Montreal, all of them, they're all in, in dense games, right? So you mm-hmm. need to kind of, you do need to give it your attention and, mm-hmm. and stick with it. And then they really kind of bring you lots of joy. <laughs> I'm psyched about Titanfall, which I played mm-hmm. chunks of, Titanfall 2. Mm-hmm. I want to see what that single player is I want is the like. single player, yeah. yeah I'll play and, that. And uh, Call of Duty, I think, is going to be wonderful. I know it's not everybody's cup Every of tea. Every year, I, you say the same I, I thing. I love it, though. I love this sci-fi kind of edge. Uh, and Dishonored 2 is coming soon as well. That I'm so, horny for. Yeah. I really am horny for that. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I don't know. It's, it's and, and Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, I finished that with uh, Ruby. We played through it on the Wii U this year. What and a magic moment for you. It was incredible. And she was relaying and recounting the details in the story that I had totally forgotten about or couldn't remember or couldn't. She was just like so into the Zoras and we've got to find the Zora prince and we've got to bring that, that character back to the, to, to the queen. Like all of these little details and she was just telling me all of this stuff. It blew me away. Like it really kind of registered and connected for her. And then 20 years from now, dad... Remember that weekend we sat in the dark <laughs> yeah. for three days straight, finding all the Zoras? No, we we carve it up. We, we okay, it took I'm us just, months. I'm teasing you. We I'm usually play. Maybe I never finished that one. That's one of the two. only Zeldas I've never finished. The ending is really cool. It's well, a, listen, it's of, a all great game. Consoles, yeah. of all the consoles, of all the consoles, Wii U, yes, PS4, Xbox One. Yeah. is that all of them? Yeah, of the new ones. Yeah, and also throw the PC in there. Yeah. What are you playing the most? Be I, honest. I play on the PS4 the most. Of course. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, there's more. So, I, it, what happens with the, every generation is there's one of them that's the clear install base leader. It's so comfortable. As soon as I turn it on, I feel like it's just inviting. It's like here's everything. I, I've said this before already, I love but it. the Xbox One S though is a totally different deal. This is the best Xbox that. that you can't the, say that it's two best things here. I asked you for one. No, but it's the PlayStation 4 I've been playing the most, and I'm psyched to see what the Pro is going to offer. But I have been blown away 
by the Xbox One. You have been blown away before. By many things. By the, many things. The build quality of that device and the, the, the sleekness of it. I don't care about the, the outside. And the updates to the firmware the and the front end. And the front end. And all of that's been updated. The front end on the Xbox and, One and is nonsense. Two t it's much better. It's way better. <laughs> okay. And the two terabyte hard drive base that's in there, it's an incredible What about console. the Wii U? What happened to that? I've hardly touched it I know, year. me yeah, too. I mean, I've played uh, Zelda with, with Ruby, and I, I played a couple of things over the year. But they, I mean, Nintendo is quickly abandoning it. There's the, the new... Uh, the, the new Mario and uh, Luigi uh, color panels. Paper doll thing. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, I got to play that. But, you know, it's just like I just packed it up and I picked it up. It was like something Indiana Jones would find. I'm like, <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> dust everywhere. I'm like, Jesus, when's the last time I turned this thing yeah, on? It hasn't been a great year for the Wii U. Yeah. And the 3DS, I played a lot, you know, I played a lot of Fire Emblem at the beginning of the year. That was a lot of fun. Actually. I got rid of my uh, Vita. Yeah, the Vita's. I don't know how, I don't know what happened. That's like the perfect handheld device and everyone stopped playing it. Sony stopped pr not, supporting it. Not Greg Miller and those guys. They're they're still horny for the machine. Oh, are they? Yeah, and there there's still lots of little indie things that are coming out for the machine, but yeah, it's a, it's definitely hard to it's hard to justify packing that around. I still bring the 3DS with me everywhere I go, but the Vita. I know. I I, every time you leave the house, you have like six consoles in your bag. <laughs> like it's so funny. And the iPhone games have been pretty amazing this year too. Actually, oh, there's been God. some good ones. Did you play Pokemon Go? Did you do any of that? No. You didn't even download it. No. I wanted to see Jones running around the city trying to find po no. Pokemon. You didn't I'm do it at all. I'm holding on to my how, last shred of how, dignity. How could you be any kind of uh, you know, critic or consultant or co commentator on this business has not even checked that out. No, I heard a lot about it. Yeah. And, you know, I also, one thing I've been doing on the side is I've been doing my own podcast, yeah. which is much better than this one. Right, yes. It's hosted uh, by you. It's hosted by me, but yeah. it's mostly I go into game stores and I talk to the people behind the counter. Yeah. I like that. I, cool. I always feel like those people are my people. They're so they're gamers. They love this stuff Do you passionately. Them on Twitter? They're so they're so passionate. <laughs> they're articulate, uh, and I do follow them all on Twitter. <laughs> but I've been making my own my own podcasts. And uh, one of the one of the people I interviewed in Toronto last time, uh, the woman who runs a uh, manages the store ANC Games, yep. she said. Pokemon Go phenomenon was great for them because yeah. all the Pokemon Pokemon stuff just started going out the door. Everyone fell in love with it all over again. Uh, you know, I played Pokemon Go for I, I still check it you out. Must every played once that while. with Ruby. Well, I I bought the Ruby one. I bought the Omega Ruby game, the cartridge, because I wanted to be able to play a game named after my kid. And and so we were playing Pokemon Go, and then I showed her the Ruby, and I actually. Uh, uh, our our friend, our mutual friend Oscar was with us as well. Oh yeah, I, I like Oscar. It was our camping trip. He's a horror film expert. Yes, he is. He but is. they were both completely blown away by the you know the the simplicity and the great design of of the the core Pokemon experience. And mm -hmm. it was great to go back into that, especially with the fresh eyes after Pokemon Go, because that, that wasn't really our game, right? Pokemon no. was was skewing even a bit young for us as we were yeah. sort of covering everything. Like I was I, never a Pokemon fan. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked it, was. but I wasn't like gaga for it, you know? Yeah. Not like a lot of other of our peers, you know, people that we know that work at other outlets and stuff that mm -hmm. were maybe 10 years younger or five years younger than us and it hit that sweet spot and they love Pokemon mm -hmm. and they've picked up every single one of them. I've always appreciated them and had fun with them, but uh, I, I think there is something about Pokemon Go which makes you kind of you know, really kind of 
get to know these little characters again and start to really care about the uh, the Pokemon universe again from a, di- a different perspective. You know, if you had to get into your time capsule today and bring yep. one game from 2016 with you, yeah. what are you going to bring? Forward? Yeah, well, you're going uh, to take take it with you through time. I think Doom. I think, really? Yeah. Holy crap. And Doom or uh, Forza right now. I mean, we'll see at the end of the year. But those those two were... I mean, I loved Uncharted 4, but it was... Uh, I, there was that so, come out last year? That was this year, but it was so I had so much expectation it couldn't possibly live up to God, I hated that it. Exp- did, you didn't like it? I loathed it. I had to force it into my face. Did you finish it? I finished it and I just kept talking to a friend of mine who's a game developer. I'm like, I, I just don't know if I can finish this. I just want to rip my shirt. I hate this thing. Why? I just every five seconds it stops to roll out another 20-minute long cutscene mm. with all this wonderful voice acting and writing. It's like I don't need my games to be movies and or TV shows. But I need the them Last to be of games. Us was one of your favorite games of all time. One of my, one of my, one, and it was in our top 100 games. But it did not stop and make me sit there for 40. Like some nights I just fell asleep during these fucking cutscenes. Can I say that? I'm sorry, I didn't that's, know. That's okay. I'd fall the, asleep. The FCC might call you at home. I'd fall asleep, like yeah. just listening like to Troy Baker do his voice where he's the older brother. I'm just like, all of these people. Naughty Dog, screw off. Go work on The Last of Us 2. This is an abomination. Like, I, I hated that game. It put me off games for like three months. Because the, the payoff and the action maybe it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, deliver. you waited so long for this little quick time event that I could play maybe, and then I have to watch another 40 minute long cutscene. I'm just like, this is like this is why I hate this shit. Did you give it a 10? No, I gave it a 9.5. Oh my God. I, I, I'd I, give it like a 4. I, I think it's, uh, it's amazing storytelling, but also without some of that weight and consequence that we saw out of. The Last of Us, and I also feel like a lot of the set pieces for four weren't as dramatic and and surprising oh, as two. And, and then they and give two me that, is still the best one. They the give series. me that jeep, and then I'm in this jeep and I'm driving around. I'm like, where do I go in this jeep? Yeah, but the mud, yeah, the mud effects, man, great, wonderful, and PS4. the sunsets, oh, great sunsets, and the vistas. I can't wait Who to see cares? this game on PS4 Pro. I can't wait well, to see. What are you talking? I, because all the fidelity is going to get oh notched up God. again. It's a beautiful, I've had beautiful argue, game. You know what? I've become friends with Ben Silverman, finally. Yeah. Yes. We were friends yeah. now. Yeah. I'm, we're together on Facebook. On I unfollowed him, too. Did you? Okay. But uh, we were talking about this. He he, he loved Uncharted. Like, it, we it had was a great. great argument. Yes. No, it was not great. It was great. You guys I, are insane. I, I appreciate your complaints about no, you it. Don't. Blake shares a lot of the same Oh, my God. It issues. was really one of the... Uh, it was literally an abomination from the year. Did you follow Blake on Twitter? Of course. Okay. All right, just check it. Uh, man alive, it was so offensive. I don't even like it was like this weird victory lap right from the start. Just like, look at us enjoying our victory lap. Here we go. I, I think you're totally oversimplifying nope. it. I think nope. they, that was a development end, process too. fraught with controversy and fraught with challenge and major upheaval in the studio and technology that they hadn't worked on before. Listen, I don't care about the they, whole thing. I just they care about the really game. They really made this machine sing. Like they made the PlayStation what are you talking 4. About? Look incredible. They made incredible looking cutscenes that were well acted no, and well written. The, the graphics. I'm and here the to play a game. You know, and the game design are all great. It just didn't surprise us because the way that they chopped up the stories and the, especially in two, and the sort of more far-reaching, more global kind of. Uh, mechanics that they had I think or the the underlying themes of two were just much bigger and more surprising yeah, this this was trying disgusting. to be uh, lean into the realism of the last of us a little too much but without the weight without the consequence he's he's a, uh, a mass murderer 
Drake is, Once but again, there is killing no, everybody. There's no, no. It's like big deal. I miss the video gameness of it. Yeah, you know, I miss it. I miss it. It, it. it was a little too. And then at the end, it ends with them having a baby, and then I'm control. Uh, Who cares? Okay. Spoiler. And then you're con- controlling this baby, and you're walking around. And you're just like, what the? <laughs> Some spoiler. Like, what an incredible letdown from a disappointing experience. I, uh, it ends with that. this very disappointing. I, I love of course that. you did. Of course I did. Just like, oh I my love god. That. If it ended with them getting two cats, I would have loved it. Okay. So, but it did not. So Toronto. Anyway, it's good to fight with you again. I know. It's been way too I'm long. Right again. So uh, this doesn't need to be the end of us working together on things. Oh, are you ever gonna come to Toronto? What I, are you, how I, are you gonna stay in this city? I, I don't oh know. Oh my God, we've really gone long. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, if, if uh, EP and me stay in this city forever. Mm-hmm. This has been the first year where my wife and I have been able to lift our heads because we don't have you know a huge team of people and and deliveries of shows and episodes to, to put out there every day so this is the first time we've actually sort of think maybe we could move you know what else could where else could we go it's what else world, could we do man. it's a big world so we don't know i don't know i mean it's an amazing city though right so that's definitely on our did minds did you buy any blu-rays this year i didn't okay. really yeah. no blu-rays i don't think i did i don't wow. oh, actually no i did i bought the uh, and it, i just got the announcement that uh, it's being shipped because it was 15 bucks is the special edition of uh, iron giant oh that'll be worth your money yeah, but I'm so, I'm psyched to see that. I'm Ruby will love inheriting that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she's got a lot, of, a lot of discs, a lot of media that she's going to be able to enjoy uh, for a long time. But, yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I will definitely come out to Toronto. But uh, the, the wonderful invention of the Internet has provided us with uh, copious communication tools. Yeah. And one of my favorite things that I've done this year is uh, sort of rely on these streamed video conference interviews. Yeah. They've been great. You know, it's been fun and easy to set up. So, oh, you know who I talked to the other day was Mark Newberry. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Remember Mark? Yeah, they yeah. love Toronto. Love Toronto. Well, we we will come out and visit people and sure. visit you guys in Toronto and and. Uh, I'm in the distillery district. Yeah, I'm. I want to. You know, I, I'm very anxious to hear because I know Sarah loves it. I'm friends with Sarah too, and she speaks highly of it. I know that Mark and she really and loves Gemma it, yeah. loves it. They uh, love, love it, it out too. there. Yeah, they do. Uh, and they are all from Vancouver, so uh, you know, I'm curious to hear. How you acclimate and you how you like it. You should check out my podcast. I will. It used to be called... You should follow me on Twitter. I do follow okay. you on Twitter. It used to be called Brief Conversations with Interesting People. Oh, yeah? Okay. I just changed it, though. Now it's called Heavily Pixelated. Oh, that's good. I just like the music of it. Okay, that's nice. Okay. Thank you. Maybe have me on as a guest one day. If there's if no, I, it's not if, like that. If it's I'm, not like that. Oh, okay. I, I just, just go you. and do interviews. And I became friends with one of our guys. Blake knows, knows him, Stephen Nikolic. Oh, cool. I, I met him uh, at Metrotown f- for a coffee one day, and he was giving me some audio uh, tips, and uh, now he produces all my podcasts. Oh, I love that guy. He's awesome. He's really good. Hello, Steve. You I never, don't know if he's watching right you now. Know, you know, I he's told watching. this. Yeah, cool. You never know with these with these guys if they're going to be nuts or not, and I'm just like, I'll go try, and I, I thought for sure he might not show up, and I, then he showed up, and his, he was the nicest guy. He always has insightful things to say, his tweets and his his uh, show of support. I he's just been persistent, like supporting EP for so long. I know. And also it's supporting my and your endeavors and my endeavors. And I just thought, God, there must be something wrong with this guy that he's been so persistent. <laughs> he's just a nice guy. And, and, you know, I tried to hook him up. He wants to do some different things in his life. So I, I tried to connect him with some different people. He's we, a nice guy. We must have one or two people that have a question for Mr. Jones. Uh, yes, we do. Okay. Let's hear I, some. I actually have several questions. Okay. Let's, oh, let's, I didn't let's know we rattle some off. Okay. So 
Uh, and they're coming from three different sources too: YouTube, cool. Twitch, and Facebook. Right on. Okay, so uh, Warco A on YouTube. Yep. Wants to know uh, what Scott thinks about No Man's Sky. Oh yeah, did you play that? Yeah, I got a copy of it. Uh, you know, I mean, that's the thing when you're in the nether world between uh, media and not media. Sometimes yeah. you can still get stuff. Sometimes you can still get media passes. Yeah. Uh, no Man's Sky. I played it for like an hour. I'll be honest with you, and uh, I just thought. Uh, I'll try this again another day, and I never did. Yeah. What about you? Did you get into it? I really did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, I, I, I didn't get. I was hyped for it, but I never. I, I think some of the benefits that I had is that I didn't do the interviews really with the with uh, what's the guy's Sean? name? Sean. With Sean, you know, I, I I think Jose did most of them. I got a couple of demos and stuff, but I didn't get the. I didn't get the douse into the hype around it. You yeah. know, I was hyped for it because I like space stuff to begin with, mm -hmm. and that's what I got: is this cool escape into, you give into it out space. Of 10? Eight and a half. I still think mm -hmm. it's it's uh, it's a, a, and when I reviewed it, I really felt like it was going to be this big phenomenon and lead to uh, a lot more content and also maybe some mods and kind of become the space Minecraft kind of thing. I don't think that's going to happen now. I think. That it's uh, there's a stink over this thing. I mean, so I... much so that uh, uh, that Shu Yoshida has even come out and said some bad things about it. I so. like those guys a lot. Though. Me too. Hello Games. Yeah. They're incredible. Joe Danger. Oh man. Well, the ambition of this thing is just profound and beautiful, yeah. and and I think the game is just gorgeous. And uh, you know, I found it completely enjoyable. It's repetitive, but I liked the stuff that I was doing. I, I, I still, when I jumped back in, I, would pl I played it on the PlayStation VR and I got completely hooked oh, again. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, uh, would you get a toupee if you lost your hair? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Thinking don't of uh, if, I, if I need to just injecting a whole bunch of hair, maybe give myself an afro or something like that. They put it in cans and stuff now. I right? feel like this. What are you, my, are you my, just going to shave it off? And my postscript will be: He moved to Toronto and then he went bald. Oh, is that what? Yeah, I is that your so. plan? Yeah, no, I just think it's just, it's just life, and I just accept it. I I love my hair. I wish it would stay, but I don't know if it's going to. Your hair doesn't love you. It's out. What's next, Blake? It looks great, dude. What's hey, next? Swan Gore on Twitch yep. uh, wants to know that since Scott is moving back to Toronto with Marissa, yes, will he? Will they restart the Assholes in Americanos podcast? Uh, you know, honestly, I haven't talked to Marissa in a long time. It's probably, it's probably been four or five months, maybe longer. I lose my sense of time now. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know where we stand. I don't, I mean, we did, you know, I'll be honest with you. We did try to sell the show. I, we had a, a call once with uh, Travel Channel and it uh, didn't go anywhere and we gave up. And so I saw a friend of mine, uh, I forget her name. Her name is Laura. She's a TV producer. She lives in Australia. Now. Yeah, I had, yeah, I had yeah. breakfast with her a couple months ago. She's like, you got to be ready for 100 no's. Yeah. She's like, you can't just get one no and then give up on it. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> so we got one no. That was the end of the coffee show. For sure, I really wanted to make a coffee show. I just thought it would be fun. I love coffee culture, and it just didn't happen. And so may maybe it'll come alive again, but maybe it won't. Well, I mean, the... Uh Yes, you have to be prepared for a lot of people that aren't ready to do business with you. And yeah. I've had to deal with that for a long time. Yeah, but you're yeah. also dealing with it in the climate now, which everybody is gun-shy and risk-averse mm -hmm. and scared and and wondering how they're going to keep their jobs in this really crazy climate out there. So mm -hmm. that's the other thing when you're pitching all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's you really a tough ready. time. Yeah, right? yeah. Too, totally, totally. Yeah. So who knows? We don't know. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. Okay. Uh, on Facebook, Benoit Vincent Roque... I, probably pronouncing that wrong, 
wants to know what you guys think about Nintendo going mobile with cell phone games. I'm okay with it. I think it's. I don't mind. I it. think they should be doing it. I, I you know, I was kind of with um, uh, Nintendo when they were really resolutely against the kind of mobile sort of idea yeah, and me sort too. of and keeping a price on their games. It all made perfect sense to me, but. Um, I, I think it becomes increasingly more difficult to justify having a bunch of different powerful portable devices in your hand. Mm -hmm. And these phones are really capable of awesome things. I think Nintendo should be in there. I mean, part of the reason why I, uh, I've always been okay with Nintendo not being on mobile, mobile devices is because I felt like there's such specificity with the controller. And I yeah. needed that. If I was going to play a Mario game, I didn't want sort of the ambiguous, giant, vague, amorphous button over here that makes him jump. I wanted that, you know, tiny red yeah. button on an NES, right? Yeah. And if you don't have it, I don't know if you're going to have the same, uh, you know, Super Mario kind of experience that I really expect from a Nintendo game. Right. So I don't know. I'm I'm open to it. I, I want them to make more money. I want them to stay in business. Yeah. And that Wii money can't last forever. But there's, there's still quite a bit of it left, I would imagine. You know. <laughs> well, I think they're going to be making. I mean, they're making tons off of Pokemon Go, and I think they're going to make a well, ton they also, off of like uh, they, the Mario They botched stuff. that. Like it wasn't a great deal for Nintendo. It was bit more advantageous for Niantic. See, this is I'm on the outside now. These well, are the things I see. Nintendo got some of that. Some, though. some, yeah, but not. Yeah. You know, they most, didn't make it. Mostly, they're making money off of selling more Pokemon stuff because Pokemon Go right. was a great advertisement for right. all the Pokemon stuff they right. make. Yeah. Right. You guys want more questions? Yeah. Sure. Whatever right. you got. Richard Fiddler on YouTube wants to know what you guys think about Mass Effect and are you hyped for the new one? Um, I've always been ambivalent about Mass Effect. Again, there's just too much chatter, too much talking, too too much story. I, I just I there's nothing to do. I miss this guy. And the, <laughs> I I wanna uh, I, I I wanna play. I wanna engage in this world. I don't wanna click through some dialogue trees like that's yes, why, I'm excited. That's why, I am so excited for new Mass Effect. That's why I don't like the Telltale games. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like, okay, but yes. you're a like, writer. I kind of like this. I, don't, I know, word. but I can read. I don't need my game experience to be but me. they're literate. They're, they're evocative of uh, you know, there was characters some, with, with you know, a real attempt to, to provide emotion no, I, and, we, we've and had character development. It's, yeah, like, how is like the business going to mature if, if we don't have these well, big It doesn't discussion. need to mature. Why does it need to mature? Because we are maturing alongside of it. I can't wait for it. Did you play the last Dragon Age game? I don't know if we reviewed that. I don't think we did. No, I think together. somebody else. That did. was amazing. It was so big and so beautiful. And, and uh, you know, on the current gen systems, I can't wait to see what they do with, uh, with the horsepower that they're going to have now. I can't wait. You and your horsepower. Yes. Okay, uh, Zach Hayward on Facebook. Hey, Zach. Know, are there any parts about being a critic that you miss? Mm. Uh, I miss all the free stuff we would get all the time. Victor, I miss Victor. Uh, I don't know. Like there, there, there are some nice stuff. There are nice things that come with the, the come with the job for sure. You know, you know. I mean, like it's it the was access. A, it right. It was yeah. the access, but it it was just kind of. I mean, I, I just kind of enjoyed traveling around and, and meeting with people who make the stuff that I love and, and, you know, getting games, maybe not as early as we would have gotten them 10 years ago, but, you know, like even now it's, what, two or three days before it before they come out. Yeah. All You know, and, and not having to pay for this stuff and, and having a, a whole roster of uh, PR and marketing contacts who I can ask for codes if I need stuff. I miss all that. I miss the dinners. I, I, I miss it. I miss we, it. We had... 
uh, an incredible luxury and an incredible routine to be able to call this our collective jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were all uh, able to... It's still to, work. It's work, but the the ability to access this material and access these people and go to these places and uh, work together and build something that we all signed off on, put our names on, mm-hmm. and we're happy with. I mean, I hope... I really hope that everybody that's been involved in any of the EP television work just looks back at that time. Oh, sure. Because I post those vids every once in a while, and it's just like, it's amazing to me. Like, it's, a, it's an impossibility. Way be, and, I, I, you know, of course I'm impartial here, but it's way beyond what I ever dreamt it was going to happen. And we were doing it, you know? There was nothing better. And I remember when I was still living in my old apartment in Brooklyn, when I would, you know, the buzzer would ring, and it would be FedEx. Yeah. And I would just get that package, and I would open the top, and I would think, oh, my God, this is from Sony, or oh, my God, this is from Nintendo. And it would be a game that wasn't out yet, yeah. and I was one of the first people to get it. Yeah. And that's incredible. I had like, that experience yesterday with uh, with the Skylander set, which I know means nothing no, to you, but Activision sent an enormous box of all their stuff because... It's you got to use the toys to play the game. So I opened up and I, we just I think the, is the unboxing online already or soon, soon. it will yeah. be on. You soon. should call your unboxing segments jizz everywhere. Jizz everywhere. Yeah. Well, it was it was kind of that. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, I miss that and I miss the people. But everybody's gone. Now. Yeah, all yeah, the media different. side, all the marketing. Everybody's gone. Everybody's moved on. Everybody's got new jobs. Everybody's moved outside of the game business. They really have. Well, there's a lot of that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris Mercer on YouTube wants to know: Did Scott play Dark Souls three? No, I did not. I was. I'm still playing Bloodborne. No, I'm not, I'm not playing Bloodborne anymore. I, play, I played, We promised we wouldn't discuss that. I played the shit out of Bloodborne. Uh, yes. Uh, and uh, I, I don't. I have a copy of of uh, Dark Souls three, but I haven't played it yet. But that's again, I'm not a critic anymore, so yeah. I don't have to hustle it into my face. Yeah. Uh, so I can just kind of consume it when I have the time and, and the energy and I'm ready. And, you know, I really loved Bloodborne. I really loved it. He got that in. That's awesome. I did not like Uncharted 4, though. <laughs> well, we'll do one more question. Okay. Uh, Vince Shuley says, Scott Jones for president. Uh, Does he have any plans to run? Thanks, Vince Vig- Shuley. Will you save the Americans? I think they're going to be okay now. I think it'll be okay if yeah. Hillary's driving the bus for a while. Because uh, the T in TV has stood for Trump for way too long. I noticed that you just put out a tweet, and yeah. it was a picture of Trump. Yeah. It said something with the word dick in it. Yeah, dick pic. Dick so pic. That's probably the best tweet I've ever sent. Got a lot of likes. It did get a lot of likes. <laughs> A lot of people don't like him. <laughs> you know, like the thing is, it's like when I see these things now, and I really didn't want to talk about politics, but when I see them, I'm just like, I we needed that tweet like three weeks ago. Yeah. Now we don't need it anymore. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just he got me so angry that I just for sure I just did it last he, night. He's, he was. He's I crazy. think we need it every day, actually. I need, I think we need to uh, Listen, see what a buffoon that. Don't that, be a dick. That asshole. Don't is. hang out with dicks. That's right. Don't. Don't uh, dick drive, around. Don't don't drive cars with dicks. That's right. <laughs> I don't know what the other things are. The rules. The rules. Oh, uh, dude, I'm gonna miss you. Yeah. But uh, you know what? It's a new beginning. You want you want me to give you one more rub down before I go? Yeah, absolutely. Just sake. this part. Okay. Just this. Just part. down here. Yeah. Okay. Scott Jones, everybody. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> gonna miss you, brother. Good luck in Toronto, Stitcher. Really? That's it. Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah. Still do that.